Welcome to Blue Rose Podcast. I'm Karen Barner, your host. Blue Rose Podcast is about everything is overcomable. There is nothing that we as human beings cannot overcome, which I think is very timely right now as I am filming this during the COVID-19 outbreak. It's a time of great uncertainty. It's also a time for businesses to reflect and probably refocus when we get out the other side. And I am sure, although I have been called a cockeyed optimist, I am sure we will come out the other side stronger and more united than ever. So my guest today is Pam Sears. She is a psychic medium, published author. She's written two books. They're on Amazon. She'll talk about that so you guys can run over and grab a couple copies. And the speaker. And because everything's overcomable, Pam, have you overcome anything major in your life lately? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, um, I was a hospice worker, uh, as a massage therapist, I worked with them for many, many years, um, taking care of patients, learned a lot about what hospice, hospice of the Valley, awesome hospice, a nonprofit. And I learned a lot about, um, cancer and, and treatments and things like that. And, uh, one of the things actually that hospice taught me was not to fear death. So I digress on that. However, I ended up being diagnosed with breast cancer. And I thought to myself, oh my God, breast cancer, me, I, 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 it was just something I, I didn't even fathom. So um, I tackled that just like anything else I tackled in my life. It was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to research. I'm going to sit down and figure out how did this happen, which as we all know, um, things that are not necessarily dealt with in the emotional shows up in the physical eventually at some point, stress, whatever. So I um, chose to do some non-traditional treatment. I did have to have a mastectomy. That, that's okay. Um, I accepted that. After that, I refused all forms of, of traditional, and I went non-traditional, natural. Um, but I also realized that I considered this a two-by-four. I speak a lot in a lot of my speaking engagements about not waiting for a two-by-four to hit you. If there is something you want to accomplish in your life, don't wait for that. Just go out and do it. So I, I sat there during my convalescent and kept thinking, you've overcome so much in your life and you're overcoming this. It's time to rethink some things you put on the back burner. One of the ones was publishing my first book, Whispers of the White Dove, my inspirational poetry. I'd had all of that there and I kept telling myself, I'm going to publish now, I got to interrupt. I'm going to uh -huh. jump in and, and I have a tendency to interrupt. The published poetry, you wrote that? Yes. So you write poetry? Yes. How wonderful. Yes. Okay. Just so the audience I've knows had it. it. Yeah, I've had it over, over the years and I, I thought to myself, I'm just going to leave a legacy and publish it for my kids and grandkids and whatever. But so then I thought, I don't know what tomorrow holds. So I thought, while I'm convalescing, I got myself an editor and we sat down and we had meetings and I compiled my very first book. So that was a very big deal for me. And actually, I was very surprised because I thought 
a lot of people don't like poetry, but in, in the time that I published it, there was a lot of things going on in the world. And someone made a comment to me like, your inspirational poetry is needed right now. So it branched out and people loved it, not just my family, not just my friends. So that was a big deal for me. So I didn't accept cancer as a final uh, death sentence. I said, okay, um, it's not something I'm happy about, but what can I do to work on not having that happen again? You know, which not only publishing, I, my emotional state was, I realized I hadn't nurtured myself enough. So I spent a great deal of time finally doing more things that I was passionate about. So, so when you say nurture, do you mean more self-love or following your dreams or, or really both? Just just listening to your heart. I Right, right. I, and that was around the time that I started to find hearts um, everywhere. Heart rocks and I was starting to see them everywhere and collect them. And I realized it was the universe saying this, this nurturing that you haven't done for yourself. It's not only about self-love, but it's about like publishing that book, doing those things that you're so passionate about, but you just put it off. So yeah, it's doing that dream. And I also forced myself to do my first speaking engagement. I believe you were there when I did that. I was. I, I, when I saw the picture. I thought, oh my gosh, I was sitting in the audience yeah, listening. That was so, it was so, I was so petrified. But you know what? My whole life has been, I might be afraid, but it's never going to stop me. You know, because gosh, if I could walk out of my house, uh, leaving, you know, uh, my ex-husband with two small children, just now graduated massage college. If I can do that and move forward, I can do anything. Now, when you left your husband, because I didn't know this. Well, yeah. I have two things. First of all, if you know, when I when I first met you was when you were speaking, and then I started following you, and I couldn't figure out the hearts. Yeah. I mean, I knew that the hearts had meaning to you, but I didn't, I never linked it up to this meaning. So that's a right. fabulous story because you're always yeah. the hearts. And I, in my mind, always knew you as the heart lady. Oh, I'd see your wow. seven. Oh, she's a heart lady. But yeah. how, how old were your children when you left your husband? Let's see. Um, they, my youngest was, um, he, uh, he was a few years old, you know, three. Wow, so that's eight. a big step. Yeah, I mean, you and I are both middle-aged women. Yes. So for our generation to one be business women was yes. rare, yes. and two, we, I mean, we had to take whatever job we could get. But to leave a, a man back then, wow, Ooh, it was very scary. Um, I was forty years old when, um, unbeknownst to me, there the universe put somebody in my in my uh, uh, face that got me fired at my corporate job and I was just stunned. However, I hadn't been happy for a long time and I knew I was supposed to move forward. So I got fired. I didn't know how I was gonna go forward. I jumped in with massage college um, and then also at that same time leaving uh, a relationship. So it was like, I just did it. I just. You know, and, and some women say, I would have never had the courage to do that. Um, I've always tried to follow my heart. And it was time to make 
I don't do anything small. <laughs> if I'm going <laughs> to do something, I'm just going to do it big. And so I didn't quite know. I had just graduated massage college, didn't even know exactly where I was going to do my work. I just knew I had to do this. And so, hey, um, when I used to feel a little down in the dumps about things in my life, I had my best friends say to me, remember that time that you walked out of the house with two young sons and didn't know where you were going? You think about that and you remember. So they kind of help remind me. That's, that's a big overcomable. It is. It is. But I knew, I think, I think that if we, you know, we all have that inner voice and sometimes we get little nudges on it. And sometimes we get, like I said, a two by four or a shoving. I, I knew that I belonged in the healing field and I wanted to help people, but I was afraid to leave my corporate job because there was steady money and there was health insurance and things like that. But, you know, when we don't listen. All of a sudden, the universe says, she's not listening. I guess we're just going to have to hit her upside the head. And that's what happened. So I always try to tell people, gosh, if you have that inkling and that little fire that's inside of you, start really listening to that. Don't wait for a two by four. Yeah, I call it universal clue alerts when... Oh, when, yes. You know, and like you said, things... I, I can look back at my life and, you know, I was a homeless at one point. But I mean, I was ignoring all the clues that the universe was telling me, if you don't deal with your past, it's going to keep coming up and coming up and coming up. Correct. So I finally named them universal clear alerts because it's like, you know, sooner or later, it's, and I love that, it's going to be a two by four up against your head. Your yes. whole life is going to collapse around you and you're going to say, why did that happen? Yeah, yeah. Until you sit back, you know. It kind of took me back to when we think about things in our life. Um, I, I had a really, really rough childhood growing up, and some people had wonderful um, leave it to beaver type families. And yeah, my husband, I yeah. call him, I, I always tell him, oh, you had the white bread toast, yeah. beautiful childhood. Mine was a train wreck. <laughs> Mine was horrendous, full of violence. And But you know what? When I think about every... Um, um, struggle that I had and only helped me be who I am today. So I, I have to say thank you for that because um, I don't think I'd want it any other way right now because it, I'm just one of those people that, okay, let's get up today instead of feeling sorry for ourselves, let's figure out what we can do to change that. Yeah, and, and looking back, you know, I was I always look at other people that have tragedy in their, in their childhood or their early years. And I'll look and I'll think, why did you get stuck? Yes. Why, why weren't you able to, at some point, I mean, I didn't get my shit together till I was 30. I mean, I was a train wreck, but, um, you know, in the universe sent me, actually my husband, I ended up marrying the guy that, you know, helped pull me through everything. And awesome. 30 years later, it's, yeah, 30 years later, it's worked out. But, wow. um, I look and I think, you know, what makes, and this is my this is my question. I'm constantly asking the universe, what makes some people get breast cancer and say, okay, I'm gonna win. You're not gonna win, you know, or have been sexually abused to say, okay, I'm taking my power back, and other people don't. Right. I, I think right. we can and you know that out. That's that's part of my journey. Also, was I was sexually abused, um, and. 
when I got through with my intense therapy to help me with that, which I didn't do until my divorce, by the way, but the therapist said something really profound to me. And she said, okay, you got um, some uh, issues from this, but you also have a lot of strength. So my question to you is, what are you going to do with that strength? Wow. And it made me become, I chose to become a child advocate. Mm -hmm. And I started working with other children who had been abused. And it's like they thought I'm one of them. And we would all, it's just like a knowing. We're all in this together and we support each other. So she was right. It was like, I don't, I'm not a victim. Mm -hmm. I can take that and I can do something with it. Other people maybe didn't do something with it. You know, there, there were a few years, I think, that I probably drank some more than I should have. But you know what? One day I woke up and said, this is not the direction that I want to go. And I just stopped. Why? Yeah. I, I just stopped. I think, honestly, I think it's our soul knowing what we agreed to do when we come here. That's yeah. my personal thought. No, I agree with you. And it's funny because I, I was watching a show and they were talking about some guy and she's like, well, I don't think he's a sexual abusive um, survivor because he doesn't drink. And I thought, now I did drink a lot as you, you know, probably more than you trying to deal with it. And I thought, I did not know that that was a fundamental part of being abused. But I look now at the Me Too movement and I think, you know, I am so envious of you guys because we had to live with the secret for years. Yes. And now I have no trouble looking at people and saying, I was sexually, you know, brutally right. sexually abused as a child. And, right. you know, I look at like my husband and I think, what was it like to have that normal childhood? Yes, exactly. You know, what, what was it like? You know, I just, you know, sometimes I, you know, but I, I, I'm like you, we all have our path to walk. Right. And when the time's right, you know, because I didn't tell my story until I was, I'm 62 now, I didn't tell my story until I was, I mean, my husband and my inner circle knew, but right. until I was 62, right. I, I mean, I have a sister, I am very close with, I never even told her. And she yeah. just, she looked at me like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, I said, you were much older than I was, you weren't around. Right. So it right. is funny. And that's, you know, and I, like, as we were talking before we went on camera, I look at this generation, the, you know, the, the women that are 20, 30 and think you guys have such the opportunity to change the world. But I think our generation, you know, the 58 up, it's up to us to look back at them, not down at them, back at them and say, okay, let us tell you our stories. Yes. So you don't repeat these stories. So you guys realize that you have the power yes. to do whatever you want. And, you know, somebody had brought to my attention because I also uh, wrote a second book, um, which is about some of my hospice personal stories and some of my short stories, a few more poems, and the temporary journey with cancer that I, I had. I love that. You got to say that again because I love that line. I was waiting for you to say it. Drop it again. I call it my temporary journey with cancer. Um, and I, I, you know, so I, I, I compiled my second book, which is called Heart of the White Dove. And I, um, I put some stories in there. Some of it's autobiographical, uh, not necessarily meaning to in nature, but I had so many people say to me, 
I had no idea of some of your personal struggles that you had, you know, being crippled as a child, the sex abuse, um, you know, coming from a violent family. And they's like, I learned so much about you from that. And I, I guess I didn't realize sometimes we're, we're not thinking what we're doing and what we're sharing with people. I just did what I felt guided to do, which is that's how the universe works. You know, a lot of this stuff is all channeled from the universe to help me write what I do. Mm-hmm. Never fails, right? Yep, and it always plays. I love the way the universe places the right people in your path. So Correct. when something like you got fired, it was the universe saying you missed the universal clue alert, so we're going to get you fired. But that's okay because this person will show up. And you know what's interesting is when I told a good friend of mine that I got fired, uh, she said to me, oh, congratulations. And I said, why, why did you say such a thing? And she goes, you did not belong in that corporate world. You have been very unhappy. And the universe said, I guess we're going to have to help her out the door. And that's what happened. So when someone else gets fired and I've been watching them on their journey, knowing they're not doing what they're really supposed to be doing, I say to them, congratulations. You know, you've got some new stuff coming. So. Yeah, it, it's, a, you know, because I, you know, I watch people on Facebook and I'll see people struggling and I always think, should I reach out to them or not? Because I always feel bad when I see people that, that, you know, they start doing really good things and then they crash and burn. Then they start doing really good things and they crash and burn. And you just want to, you know, put on Facebook, you're sabotaging yourself. Yes. You're getting in your own way. You're letting your patterns repeat. And I think that's when women like you share the stories so everybody else can say, oh, because people see them in your stories. Right. And that's when, you know, I tell people when they're building their business or their business is going, if you don't know what your story is, you can't market yourself because your story isn't, I'm going to help you change. My story is, this is my story and let you help yourself change. And I think we get caught up in trying to tell everybody, this is what I do. You know, I help women get out of overwhelm, but no, really I help women grow their business, make money and change the world. And, you know, I think right now during this COVID time and um, isolations and quarantine and things, it's, it's a fabulous opportunity. Um, you know, you're, you're a coach, you know, and it's a, it's a fabulous time to reach out to other people and support each other and say, hey, I can help you with that. Or how can, you know, we can help each other go forward. You've been a huge support system for me. And I so appreciate that because there's aspects sometimes, like you said, you see somebody on Facebook and you go, I can help that person. I think I know, you know, whether they listen or not. And you're right. Do we say something? Do we not? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's, it's an opportunity for all of us to, I call it, um, become our true selves and do what we said we were going to come here and do. This is a huge opportunity for a lot of people to wake up. It is, you know, and I'm blessed because I have a full-time job that I love, you know, so I I have two paths. I love both of them. And I know at some point I'm going to have to make a decision on which path to take, but I'll reach out to people and I'll be like, you know, I realize that your business is crashing and burning because you're in the gig economy. You know, let me help you. 
and people are like, well, I really can't afford you. It's like, well, I never said I, I never asked you for anything. Right. You know, and I think women have trouble with that. It's like, well, you can't just give me of your time. But yes, I can. Because right. I, it's, I'm, I'm offering help. Right. To, you know, and I am constantly emailing or, you know, messaging people saying, hey, you know, do you want to talk? Because as you, as you and I talked before I hit the record button, the, you know, retail is not going to be here much longer. Not no. like we know it. So, no. you know, and as I always say, first to the, first to the finish line wins. Right. So, you know, just trying to help everybody, you know, lift, raise back. Because when you and I were growing up, we didn't have women. No. That were able, because there weren't that many out there. Exactly. Exactly. And I have a friend, Francine, she's, I don't want to say how old she is. I know she's late 70, early 80s. And she was one of the, you know, forefront of tech business. And she has great stories about everything she overcome because she really didn't have a support system. Exactly. And so, you know, it's like, I think the universe is also kind of like taking things away from us to say, you can't do that anymore. So it's kind of forcing us to, uh, you know, reach out to other, I think right now there's a lot of support from women. Mm -hmm. We're all kind of working together. Um, for instance, for me, I had all of my massage clients taken away from me. Um, but I had been switching from that into doing more of my uh, mediumship work and speaking and more writing. So the universe is saying, we're going to go ahead and take this away from you anyway. Not that I'm not going to pick that back up when it's time. Mm -hmm. A lot of mine are elderly in those assisted living places. And so, of course, I don't want to go in there and you know, possibly get somebody sick. So it's, you know, lockdown is perfect. But it's like, I kept saying, well, when my massage practice quiets down, I'm going to do one, two, and three. And the universe is like, well, it's quieted down now. So one, two, three. So then all of a sudden they bring Karen <laughs> into my life and it's like, oh, so you she's giving you this input and I'm going, Oh, I don't want, I don't want to do that. And you're like, but you're so good at that. You are. You're so good on video. And you're like, well, I don't want to do videos. It's like you were born for video. Well, without your prodding and help, see what I mean? There's those of us that are stepping in and I'm doing the same thing with other people thinking, I think you're fabulous at that. So why not give it a try? And they're like, okay. And I don't go out and do, um, things to make people step stand up and go oh look at Pam she's showing me I can do it I'm just doing my own thing I'm just doing Pam living my life finally walking you know my journey that I you know always wanted to do with my my passion and my love and so by being an example maybe people just go well if she can do that i can finally do something that i've been putting off to do we can't go back it's that uh thing that i have on my inspirational page wings of inspiration it was the quote by Rumi with an open door and it says the door is open don't go back to sleep that is that's beautiful. The door is open so we can't go back to sleep are some gonna go back to sleep probably um, I just, it's sad to see that there would be people going back to sleep and we have so much opportunity, um, to help each other in this, you know, in this time frame. we all need it. Mm -hmm. 
I, I agree, you know, and I, I agree that I, I didn't think of it as going back to sleep because I, I look around and I think, okay, when this is over, and as I said earlier, it's, it's going to end. When yes. this is over, how, how are people going to do it? Are they just going to go back to their routines, go back to life as it was, or are they going to take this as a universal clue alert or a two by four and say, you know what, the world's changing. We're a global economy now. I mean, we know what's going on in Italy five minutes after it's happened. Correct. Yes. You know, we were growing up. There was nothing like that. No. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, and it's light workers like you, it's women like you that need to get out there and say, okay, you guys, let's not go back to sleep because I agree women over the past 20 years and probably forever, but I've seen it more pronounced now that women are spending more time with women. Yes. And, and my hair guy, he's a guy and he has a boy. And he was telling me, I struggle with places to take my son. He goes, everything's a women's group. Right. He goes, I love it. And I applauded. He goes, but nobody's doing anything for the boys. And I said, and that's, your, that's the male problem. Because well, women, we finally realize. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, we maybe pull together and change. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we have to. So yeah. with that, I want to leave it with your profound words of, do we go to sleep or do we stay awake? Yeah. Now tell people, Pam, how to get in touch with you. What's all your social medias, your websites? Um, let's see. My website is www.pamsears.com. They can email me at pam at pamsears.com. They can call or text 623-738-6715. I have a personal page uh, on Facebook, I have my business page, Pam Sears, Psychic Medium, um, author, speaker. And I started a while back, Wings of Inspiration. Every day I try to put an inspirational quote on there. Every Thursday is Thoughtful Thursday, free cards. You get to pick one, two, or three. And at night, I turn them over. Um, I started my YouTube channel, Thank You For Your Prodding. Um, so I, uh, I have the YouTube channel, Pam Sears. Uh, psychic medium. I think yeah, I don't know. It just dings every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. So with this, I'm going to ask you to hold on. I'm going to thank our audience for being here again. If you need to get a hold of Pam, it's Pam Sears, S E A R S, like Sears with an S. Is that how Sears Corporation? May, are you uh, an heir of Sears? I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Have a great day, and here's to you finding your blue rose.